Naveen and Sharon. Man, have we got the show for you? Uh, we've got $5,000 cash to give away when we play Pick the Pin. Oh, yeah, we do. But do you know what else? Oh, sorry, what was I supposed to be? Remember we rehearsed this before the show yeah. started and you yeah. were going to tease... You said it's Katie Strong. Perry. No, yeah. no, you were going to tease Dr. Libby. Yeah. We all said we were going to start strong. So let's, okay, okay, I'm gonna, sorry. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start... Play the thing again. Okay, here we go. John O'Bean and Sharon. Here we go. On a Wednesday afternoon, we've got $5,000 to give away this First afternoon. Time we've spoken today. <laughs> Dr. Right. Libby is coming in at 5 o'clock to ask, answer all of your questions. Thanks for bringing that up. That's a great thought. No worries. Ring, ring. Hello. Oh, hey, Jono. Oh, hey, Jono. What are you doing talking to yourself in a weird phone reenactment? Oh, I was just phoning up for Katy Perry tickets. Oh, okay. You want those? Yeah. That's in 20 minutes' time. Oh, uh, next, dang. Next on the show, Sharon and I were just having quite an intense debate it about di- something. It's divided us. I think Ben is an absolute weirdo. I would just not ask anyone to do this, no matter who they were. We'll get to it next. I reckon everyone listening right now would do it. I disagree. John Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Okay, bit of a divide going on in the show. Uh, Sharon and Ben have been having um, a heated debate. You thought uh, Dern and English were going at it the other night. Well, gee, <laughs> nothing compared to what's been happening in here. And well, these are tackling bigger issues than uh, Jacinda and Bill were doing on Monday night. Well, it's because Ben, he read this BuzzFeed article, which had all these like gross things that uh, couples do. But there was one that Ben was just disgusted by. Well, and I said, was, this wasn't, this was the, the lighter end of the sale, but I still wouldn't do it. But I reckon it's something that like heaps of people would do. Like if any of you asked me to do it right now, I would do it to you. And it's to um, sniff someone's armpit to see if they've got BO. So if you went up to them and be like, hey, do I smell? And then they And you're shoving it. your armpit in their face. Yeah. We don't need to get right up in there. You don't need to be too far I'd away. I never ask anyone to smell my armpit. I'll smell your pits, mate. Bring them over here. I would. St- Bring those your pits pit. over here. Bring them over here, mate. I don't want to. Bring them over here. I want to smell your pits. I want to smell your pits, mate. I want to put my it, nose in your pits. I would smell your breath. Like if you said to me, does my breath smell? I'd sniff it for you. Really? Yeah. But I wouldn't. So I wouldn't ask of that of anyone. So like, what if you? If, I'd if, pop a pimple on your back. Oh no, I wouldn't do. that. I'm a pimple guy though. I YouTube them. Do you? Mm. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, YouTube. Because you got a really weak, weak stomach. Oh, I know, but there's something so satisfying about watching those big bad boys oh, coming out. That's disgusting. <laughs> what if? One? What if your? Uh, what if your wife <laughs> came up to you and was like? Um, do I smell and offered her armpit? Would you just be like, I'm not doing this gross? Or would you well, sniff would, it? She, yeah, no, she wouldn't. So I don't think she would. She wouldn't. She knows the rules. <laughs> no, she no, knows the boundaries. Hypothetically, if she did, would you sniff I'll her like, armpit? Oh, mate, well, I don't know. But, this, but it's your partner. You've, like, you've, oh, you know, you've done... Like, there's deodorant in the bathroom. Go, you know. <laughs> but but if, it, if, if that was the case, which it hasn't been, I just think, we, you know, it's your... Your personal hygiene. But what, I don't understand. Like, if well, you're, yeah, you're surprised, though. It's the guy who sanitizes his hands 13 times a day. No, but I thought it would be different, like, if it's your partner. Because, like, I honestly, I don't think it's weird to do that. I think that people would, would do it. Like, at the start of the show, I was like, oh, I think I smell like B.O. Bring and your pits over here, mate. I do have BO now. Okay, here we go. I'll tell you. I'll tell you honestly if you've got body odor right now. See if what, nuzzle, nuzzle up. Get in there, mate. Get in there. Nuzzle in there. Stop nuzzle in there. <laughs> What's that impulse? <laughs> is that impulse? Or are you a cool charm? No. Do you know what it is? And this is going to gross Ben out even more. It's uh, Bryce's uh, roll-on deodorant. I ran out, so I used his. Oh, is it? <laughs> See, yeah, that's just gross. You know. So do I smell that? No, I'm like real worried about it. No, in all honesty, you don't smell. You know, so I'd love to say you for the gag. I'd smell. like to say you do, but you don't. Okay, let's throw it out there. Is it okay to get someone to to smell your armpit? To sniff your pit? Oh, it dep- depends on the relationship. If anyone in the office asked me right now to sniff their armpit, I would. There's no one in this pit that I wouldn't. But I wouldn't Ricky, ask that upon anyone. Ricky's. I'm just waving Ricky in. 
Ricky the web guy? Well, you know, <laughs> I'll, 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 you know I'll sniff Ricky's pit. Okay, okay. Ricky. Can you sniff? Can Sharon sniff your armpits? Bring your pit over here, Ricky. <laughs> Bring it over here, Ricky. No, I'm selling yours. John has already sniffed mine. Come on, get over here. Give it here. Get over here, mate. Come on, sniff. Right. Right. Bring this one over. Right. Right. Bring it over here. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah, it doesn't it's a, smell. It's a weird thing to it ask someone nice. to do. You, you feel weird now, Ricky? Yeah, very weird. No. <laughs> so my armpit feels a little bit violated. You'd, you'd feel weirder if I said it smelled bad, but you smell fine. There you go. 0800 the edge. Is it weird to ask someone else to smell your armpits? That was weird. That was weird. What I just said was weird. 3343 on the text. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. We've got everyone from the office in here right now. Yes or no, come up to the mic. Would you sniff your partner's armpit? Quick poll. Megan. Yes, I actually quite like the smell of his B.O. Oh, oh there we genuinely. Go. Okay, okay, that's that's disgusting. Okay, here this is, is Megan's guy. partner. Yes. Guy. Yes, I do have a very nice B.O. and I would smell, I'd smell Megs. Well, okay, you smell here Megs? we go. Oh, okay, there's two here, two. Kiana? Yes. from Australia? Yes, I would. Yes, you would. <laughs> All right, All right. Sarah from the office, what would you do? Would you give it a sniff? I would do it. Everyone needs a hand, knowing yes. if you smell. That's what I think you need to do this. You're, Ricky? Uh, you're Jim, oh. Ben. No. Thank you, Ricky. Oh. Thank you, Ricky. Yeah. Ricky Ricky's, like, Ricky's holding his, he's got his arms folded and he's got his, You just sniffed his armpits. He feels. He, he wants to keep his pits away from you I now. Thought, I thought it would make him feel safe, but it turns out that Ricky just, just weird. thinks I'm hitting his, on him. He's hiding his special parts okay, from me. Okay, let's go to Tom. What do you reckon? Um, I haven't before, but I would if I was requested. See, you're exactly. asked. See, just see, the, ben. You go, ben. I just don't think you should ask someone to do this. Jenna's on the phone. Would you sniff a pit, mate? I do it all the time, and I ask people to do mine all the time too. So where do you draw the line, though? Okay, so let's go through the list. Family member. Absolutely. Partner. Absolutely. Friend. Absolutely. Work colleague. Yes. Cashier behind the counter at the ASB bank. (laughs) Oh, that's maybe where I'd draw the line. Oh, you draw the line in the bank, okay. Okay, a burly... I've got to know them. They've got to know me. If you know their first and last name, you'd give them a sniff. Okay. Absolutely. You know what? I think you need to get over this fear, Ben. Jenna, are you with me on this? Ben, go and sniff Jono's armpit. It's not a fear. It's just sniff like... Sniff a pit. Sniff a pit. Sniff a pit. I smell great. Let's, I, smell I just great. wouldn't ask someone to... Like, I'd do it, but I just yeah, wouldn't ask okay. someone to do it. Get in there. Give him a sniff. Oh, Here we go. Thanks so much for your call, Jenna. There we go. Give it a this sniff, This is Ben's ben. debut armpit sniffed. See, yeah. it was not bad, eh? Yeah, but smell like, good. Johnny Depp, I've got Johnny Depp savage on. Well, the point is that if I thought I had B.O., I wouldn't ask someone else to come up and sniff my armpits. I'd just quietly go well, off and ben, remedy the situation. Just know that if you are ever worried that your friends, Jono and Sharon, are Quite here... Quite heavy musk to this. And we're really... <laughs> Thank we're you, always, guy. Always ready to give you a sniff. <laughs> really stings the nostrils. <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Oh, 2017's got to be the worst year for fashion, guys. And I'm not talking about the cool things that have come back. I'm not talking about... Uh, this is why I've had the same fashion for a very long time. <laughs> Plaid shirts, black jeans, bald, bald head. Bogan life. <laughs> timeless. Timeless fashion. Classic. Well, the thing they is, asked me to be on the f- cover of Fashion Quarterly. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. They no, definitely they did. did not ask for you to be on Fashion Quarterly. Oh, no. Sorry, it was Fast Falls and Rotaries. So the thing is, at the start of the year, the start of the year, everybody wanted to get bleached brows and people were trying it and it was like, okay, cool. As in like blonde brows? Yeah. So it looks like you have no brows because a few people did them in like high fashion photo shoots. Yeah. Now over the weekend, because Look brows... like an albino. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they look, they've got blonde brows, don't they? White brows? Yeah, true. Yeah. But what happened was, as eyebrows, I think around the time that Cara Delevingne, the supermodel, came on the scene and she had these big eyebrows, 
eyebrows became a big thing that people suddenly started to care about. They wanted the big eyebrows, um, like mine are tattooed on. People, you've really committed to your eyebrows. So are those well, eyebrows, I have, to, I have to get them done every year. They're semi permanent. Right, so they're, they're, they're going to look like that for the rest of your life. No, they're semi permanent. Okay. So once a year, I'll get it topped when up. When does it? When does it fade off? Just out of just out of interest. <laughs> you can piss off. It'll. I've, I've Tell got you what, I can't piss months. off your eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> well, what has happened is eyebrows have gone next level and people are now getting squiggle eyebrows. Now, you, oh, may, you may have seen this on Instagram over the weekend where people are actually getting like a... It looks like someone has drawn on their face with a squiggly vivid and people are actually wearing their eyebrows How like that. How are they doing that? Like, how are they shaping the eyebrows like that? I don't know. I think it must be a little bit like pencil, like a lot of it must right. be pencil and then they kind of like wax around it. Um, but then the other fashion trend, this was actually kind of tried to start it in the 90s, but people have tried to do it again now and it's oh, a terrible idea. Those. It looks like they've been at a stag do or something, oh, the squiggle yeah. eyebrows. I've just Googled them. They're bad. They're very bad. They're like a cartoon character. A whimsical cartoon character. <laughs> well, the other one that is uh, people are trying to bring back from the 90s. I actually tried this in the 90s. It's really annoying. You just end up breaking your nail as people are piercing their nails again. We just whack a ring or like a, a sleeper or something through your nail. Your nail. Yeah, it's it's not good. All it does is really break your nail and it's really annoying. It gets caught on things. Um, but now ASOS have taken it one step further and they are trying to make butt cheek jeans a thing. So ASOS's butt cheek jeans... <laughs> Are basically like, su- like super tube jeans. So there's like s- straight jeans, yeah. mm-hmm. tight jeans that girls With wear. With two circles cut out on the buttocks. Yes. Well, well not, that's a great not, idea. The, not the whole buttocks. They're not like chaps. It's like the upper butt. So like you know how there's a section above the yeah. pocket that's on the back of jeans. That section is gone. So mm. it's more like you're wearing your super tube jeans with. Like a G banger at the top. Oh, so you got full. Your bum cracking. Geez, I tell you, looking at that photo, plumbers across the world have a plagiarism case on their hands. <laughs> They've been doing this for decades. Well, if, if you want to get them, they're high waisted straight leg jeans, and you can get them from ASOS for 60 bucks, and they are ugly. And next week, you can get them at ASOS for five bucks because they'll all be on sale. They are going to be on sale. What's the worst fashion mistake each of us have made on the count of three? One, two, three. Earrings. I had earrings. Yeah, I had, I had earrings. I had dreadlocks. I had Dennis Rodman hair. Blonde fringe. A I had a blonde fringe. The rest of my hair was brown. And oh, the blonde fringe. That's I've, so done, good. I've done a lot of bad, regrettable things. That was real bad. That was probably my worst one. And I had a mullet for a time, but that was like not by choice. <laughs> but anyway, that's our fashion leather, chat. I once wore leather pants to work. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Imagine me in a bit of dangerous in a, a pair of dangerous leather pants. <laughs> Gross. Please never wear them to this workplace. I had to get them surgically removed afterwards. You get quite sweaty. It's quite sweaty in the workplace. Yeah, I can imagine. Leather talc. doesn't breathe. It doesn't breathe. You've got a talcum powder un- underneath. Yeah, well, I learned that lesson way too late. John O'Ben and Sharon, looking pretty sharp. Cheers, Helen Stein Brothers. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Katy Perry, of course, coming to New Zealand next year. Uh, you can't put the blindfold on you, mate. You've got to play some essential pieces <laughs> was, of audio. I was, I was just about to put the blindfold on. Have you just joined us? Uh, Katy Perry's uh, album is Bon Appetit. Well, one of her songs called Bon well, Appetit. Well, one of her songs is Bon Appetit. <laughs> yeah. Hey, who's here to nitpick? Well, Sharon, we obviously, we clearly. I Get like to be right, factually mate. correct. Mate, this show's not based on factual information. Well, it it's is. It's based on nearly corrective. It's the Wikipedia of radio. <laughs> well, okay, so what we're doing is we're doing blind Bon Appetit. John O'Ben and Sharon's Blind Bon Appetit. If you want to go see Katy Perry next year, 0800 The Edge is the phone number. She's here in August. We've got a double pass to give away. If one of us blindfolded can guess what they're, what we're eating. Hey, Donna, you've got Jono eating for you today. And I just want to say, he's got the weakest stomach of us oh, all. I've just seen what it is, too. Is oh, it, is it oh, nerve-wracking for you? Yeah. Is it bad? <laughs> yeah, it's oh. 
a little, a little bit. Okay, well, so Donna, if, I, if I get it, if I guess this correct, what I'm eating. Then Donna wins the tickets. And if you get it wrong, then Donna doesn't win the tickets. Oh, I it, couldn't do this. Is it bad? Oh, oh, is I it couldn't. Bad? My stomach's good. Oh, it's not that. Oh, I don't think it's that bad, oh, but it won't be. Uh, yeah, no, you'll be fine. It, you'll, you'll, think be fine. It's, you'll think it's something, but you'll it's something fine. else. You'll be fine. But it, oh. Why are you doing this to me? Kitty from the office. This is Jono, like... <laughs> Go on, okay, she's got okay. it up, has got it. Do we get him a spew bucket? Here we go. It's, it's up by his mouth. Bigger, bigger. Open your mouth. What, <laughs> Open your mouth. what is it? What is it? What is he hasn't it? Even, he on. hasn't even put it in his mouth yet, Donna. On, Every time on. the spoon gets close, he keeps having a wee cry. Come on, okay. you can do it. You Come on, just it. open your mouth wide. Open it wide. <laughs> so oh, God. Oh, that's oh, quite a lot of There's it. There's a whole spoonful oh, in his mouth. It's a lot of it. Eat it. Eat it. Think nachos. Think nachos. Uh, it's lovely. Oh, oh God. Please, oh. please don't spit it out like that. It makes me want to vomit. What is it? Think nachos. <laughs> Look, he's always going to make himself vomit. You put uh, it on nachos. You've got the weakest stomach. Yeah. Uh, it's sour cream? It's yes! sour cream, yeah. It's, it's sour, sour cream. cream. Mate. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just sour cream. You've got it's just normal sour cream. That's oh. <laughs> fine. We're just playing with you. Oh, you made me gag. <laughs> Okay, Donna, it's congratulations. It's just sour cream if you just joined the show. Jono, yeah, that was a good it felt horrible to my mouth. Well, Jono has got his blind bon appetit correct, Donna, which means you and a friend are going to Katy Perry. Woo! Congratulations, and congratulations, Jono. And when, you, when you're at Katy Perry, who are you going to be thinking of, mate? Katy Perry, Jono? No, not Katy Perry. <laughs> no, that's what you be thinking of. No. You'd be th- who would you be thinking of? Mate, the guy that couldn't even eat sour cream. <laughs> thinking of? Yeah. I, I don't know. You'd be thinking of me. Just say me. <laughs> the guy that would like almost vomited for putting some, a little bit of sour cream in his mouth. So who would you yeah. be thinking of at the Katy Perry concert? Donna. Yeah, yes. that's the answer. Oh, Congratulations, Donna. Donna. Man, you smell like a taco right now. <laughs> yeah. John Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Time for Kiwi Heroes. And then a hero comes along with a straight to camera. Mariah Carey, she's a high maintenance, high maintenance. Hey, I've seen oh, her show. Song, great song. You're the Mariah of this show. You Thank are. you. Thank you. 100%. We have to have the, the studio at a certain temperature for old Jariah. Well, no, it's because my mink coat makes me too hot. When I walk in here, well, you should have had a think before you wore your mink. No, nah, mate. <laughs> hate animals, love wearing them. <laughs> uh, hate, hate living animals, love wearing them. Today uh, <laughs> we are doing Kiwi Heroes. We, that's where we call someone, they answer the phone, and then we have a scandalous conversation that they eavesdrop on, and we give them a chance to become a Kiwi hero by giving them the hotline number for the edge and calling back and um, and you know helping someone out. It's a fifty-fifty success rate with this, isn't it? A lot mm. of people just uh, they, they like to be New Zealanders back off, don't want to make a fuss, uh, but then. Some of them, the Sir Edmund Hillary's, the Ernest Rutherford's amongst us, step up and call back. Well, today uh, we're going to try a bit of a jokey one because last week we said we killed someone, so we thought we'd lighten <laughs> the far. mood. We were told to lighten the mood well, of this, it. The, today is going to be um, us, Sharon, you and me, we're going to have some bad news that we don't want to deliver to Jono, mm. so we're going to see if someone will call you back and deliver that news. I don't know what this is. Is this just your way of telling me actual bad news in a <laughs> comical well, fashion? Could be the fact you're losing we, your job, but that would be better for coming from a listener, I think. Yeah, we heard okay. it's more fun to get so, fired by someone else. Okay. All right, so we're going to ring back uh, someone that's text through the text machine. Let's give it a go. Okay. Good luck. 
I just don't, so I don't, don't know if I can tell him, Sharon. Oh, Ben, just tell him. I don't want to have to tell him. No, it's just, it's awkward. I just, I don't know. It's going to break his heart. Well, I'm just sick of looking at it every day. It's disgusting. Can you just, you could tell Jono. Like, I think it'd just be awkward if, if I told I don't want to. I don't want to tell him. Just, just say to Jono, just say, Jono, you're bald. It, it's going to be a shock at first for him, but then I think he'll come to terms with it and he'll be fine. Well, it's just, I would just prefer if he wore a hat every day because I, I like looking at it. It's it's disgusting. So you don't want to tell it him? It makes me want to vomit. I oh, know, it's bad. Sometimes I look at it and my mouth involuntary, involuntarily oh, no. starts get... filling up with vomit. <laughs> You're getting sidetracked here. And so I think somebody else should tell him because if oh, I tell him, I'll vomit on Who him. else would tell him? I mean, if someone would ring Jono on 09... Oh, that'd be the dream. That would be great for us. We'd probably reward them with a prize. So wait, you want someone to ring 09... And tell them. Tell Jono. Just tell Jono that he's got a big, bald, disgusting They've head. They've got to break the news to him in a, in a very somber way because this is going to be hard for him to take. Yeah, and also I and I reckon we get them to ring oh nine seven two. Tell Jono that he's got a big, bald, disgusting head, and also tell him that they've got his sex tape. Oh, okay. All right, break some more bad news to yeah. him. And now we all know. It was, what's packing and what's lacking. It wasn't very long. It was more of a sort of like a vine link. It's a, yeah, it was. a six vine. <laughs> An Instagram sort of 15 second video. Yeah. But um, anyway, so what? What's that number again? Sorry. I think it was uh, <laughs> 09 72. I don't know why you're giving me that number. I'm not calling him, but anyway. Oh, I thought you were going to call him. Uh, no, no, we're not. Am well, I not calling him? Uh, someone else. Oh, jeez, I oh, hope someone just, else calls him. If somebody else calls him, that'd be. 09 <laughs> All right, well, good talking to you, Shaz. Good talking to you. Hopefully, don't you look at that big, bald, disgusting oh, head today. Oh, oh, now I'm being sick of my mouth just thinking about it. Okay, so we've hung up on him. <laughs> that was not that was not run by me before you did it. That was not. I vetoed that acting, conversation. Mate. It's just acting. It's just acting, mate. It's no, just acting. I, it's not real. Not a real scenario. Mm. Well, well, based on fact. My question <laughs> is, why? Are you hanging up on each other when you're having a conversation? There's a lot of plot holes in this thing. Well, will he call back and become a Kiwi hero and tell me the horrible news that I'm bald? We'll give him two songs? Two songs. He's got two songs to do it. Oh, good luck. Kiwi Heroes is back next. Johnny, Ben and Sharon. On the edge. I think, according to our caller ID, Mm. that the person we rang before that had to deliver a message to Jono is ringing back. Oh. So Jono, we'll get you to answer the phone. The bad news that we didn't want to deliver to Jono. Will they deliver it for us and become a Kiwi hero? Okay, Jono, you to answer the phone, okay? You know nothing about this, Jono. Here we go. Hello, Jono's phone. G'day, Jono. How you going, mate? It's been a long time. How'd you get my number? Oh, you know, you gave it to me at the pub that night. You are real pissed. Oh, that would be me. Yeah, hey, look, I wanted to ring up. It's been bothering me for ages. Your bald head, man. It's so disgusting. <laughs> I want to vomit on it. I really do. And look, also, you left your sex tape at my house, bro. <laughs> What, my uh, seven second one. <laughs> well, it was more like nine, I reckon. But yeah, yeah pretty no. short, that's for sure. Didn't need a high capacity memory stick for that video. <laughs> <laughs> okay, was that all you needed to tell me? Yeah, yeah I'm glad I got it off my chest. Oh, <laughs> mate, who is this? Who yeah, are we talking to? Oh, my name's Justin. Justin, you are a Kiwi hero, my friends. You're a Kiwi wanker in my eyes, Justin. <laughs> Justin, you actually called back making you a Kiwi hero, and uh, we're very proud that you would uh, call back the show and deliver I mean, the no news one... that we've all been wanting to tell Jono. <laughs> no one wants to deliver that devastating news. <laughs> nah.
Oh, mate, it was my pleasure. Oh, mate, hold the line. We promise a prize. We'll find something for you. We're going to hook you okay. up with a Hallenstone Brothers voucher, so stay there, okay? Thanks, Heath. Cool. Hey, cheers, man. Thanks for being good sport, and thanks for delivering the bad news. Oh, what a day. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. And we've got Dr. Libby Weaver with us in the studio. Very fascinating. We're talking about her new book, What Am I Supposed to Eat? And, yeah, this is what everyone wants to know these days. Am I eating the right things? And I'm, uh, oh, turn your mic on again. I'm not doing the right things. It's because I don't eat during the day. I've got no energy. I'm skitsy and scared of everything. <laughs> We've got so many questions coming through for you, Dr. Libby. It's crazy. So we're going to try and get through as many as we possibly can in the next four minutes. Oscar, what is your question for Dr. Libby? Uh, my question is, what, what things can we eat or what things can we do that um, can boost our metabolism to burn those fats? You know, so it's multifactorial. So, uh, one of the things, when you're on red alert, so when you're living on adrenaline, your body's not going to want to use body fat effectively as a fuel, no matter how amazingly you eat. So dealing with mm-hmm. stress is actually incredibly important. And the fastest way to lower stress hormones is to diaphragmatically breathe. So when you inhale through your nostrils, your belly sticks forward, and then you slowly mm-hmm. exhale and your belly shrinks back towards your spine. And that's you do oh. that, so you, you become breath aware. That's incredibly important. Decreasing caffeine to reduce the stress hormone production is also really important. In saying all of that, we need to uh, make sure that we're eating plenty of fat so that your body feels safe to burn it. And the enzymes that you make when you're actually digesting fat are the same enzymes that you're going to use to mobilise body fat and burn it as fuel. So whole food fats include things like avocado, nuts and seeds, oily fish, coconut, organic butter, pasture-fed meats, if you eat them. So they're all beautiful whole food fats and, and a good way to go and good things to include. Bradley, what's your question for Dr Libby? Hi, um, my question is, how bad is actual energy drinks if you drink so much at a time? We had a text before saying, do they damage your man parts? <laughs> I, there used to be a rumour, remember Mountain Dew, remember that drink? Sure there was do. a rumour going around my school that it shrunk your penis. Oh, well, it's clearly propagated, that rumour. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting text messages about it. I reckon. <laughs> so uh, the energy drinks uh, contain usually a lot of sugar and also uh, ca- substances that mimic caffeine if they don't contain caffeine, which then, what the, what it does is it communicates to the, it sends a message to your brain uh, and the, the caffeine binds to what are called, there's some geeky science for you, binds to the adenosine receptors in your brain and that then sends a message to your adrenal glands which sit on top of your kidneys to produce adrenaline and then your blood pressure goes up, all the blood's diverted away from digestion so your digestive system gets compromised because all the blood's in your arms and your legs because that's what's going to power you to get out of the danger that your body thinks it's in and you stop being able to use your body fat effectively as a fuel, you live on your glucose so they're not a nourishing choice at all. There we go. Would you drink one? Would you if, if I opened up a whacking great can of Monster Energy right now, one point five liters? How much would I have to pay you to drink it? I, I don't think I would do it for no. I wouldn't do it. I you wouldn't do it. Do, you wouldn't. I, what's do the it? worst thing you eat? It. Like, what are you? Do you have like a guilty pleasure sort of thing, or is that something you can't talk about? No, I happily talk about. But it's not my She's mindset. Like, sometimes not- I have a whole pack of almonds. <laughs> <laughs> Trick myself. So it's not my mindset. People, one of people's favourite questions I think to ask me is, "Oh, what do you have for a treat?" I don't think like that. If I want hot chips, I eat them. If I want chocolate, I eat them. One yeah, one day you read a, a story about coffee, and 
it says it's good for you. The next day you read another article, it says it's bad to you, uh, bad for you. Is that sending mixed messages? Yeah, it is. And there's a study just come out that's saying four cups of coffee a day is just outstanding. But if you and I, I don't agree with that. There's no blanket statements around alcohol, around coffee. If you make a lot of adrenaline naturally because you really care, if you adrenaline is the hormone behind feeling anxious. So if you have coffee, you can push yourself into a really uncomfortable mm. place. If you're genuinely chilled out and you have a coffee, it'll probably just make your brain focus better. So, and it's the same with wine. I think we know in our own hearts when we're having too much of something. You don't need to be told you're having too much of something, but it's more about, for me, what is the block. If someone knows they're having too much of something, why are they still doing it? Because behind it, really, this is a bit deep and meaningful for a, for an afternoon chat, but uh, it, essentially what's behind it is that we feel like we're not worth taking care of, and that's what I'm yeah. trying to change. Okay. I remember I actually went to Dr Libby's clinic, and I my anxiety and my depression used to be really bad, and I was putting on heaps of weight, but I was actually eating really well, and then we figured out it was because I was, like, smashing Diet Coke. I was having, like, one to two Diet Cokes a day. As soon as I stopped taking it, depression was better, anxiety was better, and I was lost weight instantly. But that's meant to put you on a diet. Exactly. And that's but it was all adrenal and stuff. It was. Yeah. Because you wonder about that when they say sugar-free or stuff. It's like, well, what is in it? To you know, to make the taste. That's right. Like, mm. It's all artificial substances that your liver has to detoxify, and yeah. that's another can of worms. <laughs> another Low sugar. can of worms. Low sugar can of worms. <laughs> We're going to take three quick questions from the text machine on three three four three. Doctor Libby, what do you think the three best foods for gut health are? Wow, that's a big call. Lemons. <laughs> Love lemons because they stimulate stomach acid production. Mm-hmm. Apple cider vinegar does the same thing. And I'm massive on parsley because it's so easy for you to grow it. Even if you live in an apartment, you can grow it on your balcony. Uh, can I add another one? Kombucha is fantastic as well. Oh, I oh love Sharon bangs on about kombucha all the time. Oh, yeah. Was that that drink you have? Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. Oh, it's so good. Swap a coffee for one of those. Oh, sorry, I've got to add another one. Sauerkraut. Love it. Eat oh. it every day. Sauerkraut on a hot dog, but maybe don't have the on the hot dog. <laughs> uh, next question. How does drinking a lot of water actually help us when you constantly have to go to the toilet afterwards? It's coming out anyway. So if you can imagine that your body is made up of 50 trillion cells, imagine them as tiny little circles and you want them to be lovely and plump like a grape. And when we get dehydrated, if we don't drink enough water, the cells look like a sultana, all dried out. And the water has to be able to penetrate the cell, so get inside and plump it out and make it look like a grape. So when people drink a lot and they feel like they go to the toilet almost way too much, sometimes they're not getting enough minerals, particularly magnesium, and that can actually help make the water go inside the cell. Oh, wow. Mm, so okay. be, we've got to be hydrated. There we go. Uh, another question that has come through to 3343. We've got Dr. Libby Weaver with us this afternoon, nutrition expert. Uh, somebody has said, Dr. Libby, can you please tailor a healthy diet for an individual who has been working out for years and is terrible at it? But you've already got a kind of a diet health plan that people can follow, right? So I've got an online course. It's nine weeks uh, that helps people understand what has to happen for you to be able to use body fat as a fuel. So that's the best place. And then b- because there's no one size fits all when it comes to food, that helps guide you with what's going to be right for you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming in this afternoon, Dr. Libby. You all so, oh, so, I've got so, so many questions I want to ask you. But- and I'm so sorry to all the people that have texted 3343. I literally cannot keep up with the text messages. So if we didn't get to your question, we'll just have to get Dr. Libby in next time. Just okay. explain before you go, uh, for people really interested in how can they get the book and what's it about? Oh, thank you. So it's what it's called What Am I Supposed to Eat? It's available in all good bookshops uh, throughout New Zealand. It's on my website, drlibby.com. And it is my goal with it is to end food confusion so that it's really clear for you to know what to eat to meet your own needs. And I'm travelling throughout New Zealand across September and October bringing it to life. So there's tickets at drlibby.com. Woo! Awesome. Good on you, Dr. Yeah. Libby. That was another fine John O'Ben and Sharon podcast. If you need more of them in your life, try the John O'Ben and Sharon 24-7 channel on the Rover app and listen live on the edge three till seven weekdays.